beauty comes from the inside out. If you have a wrinkle on your face, that's okay. But if you're ugly on the inside and you're hateful and mean to people, that doesn't make you beautiful. But if you let who you are shine through, don't take so much stock in how you look, but how you feel on the inside and how you treat others, that's going to come through and make you look a whole heck of a lot prettier than you may think you are. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glam Jolinos. We hope you stay a while. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I feel like we have to clear some air. People are accusing Kirby of not being able to pronounce words like they accuse Leah Michelle of not being able to read. <laughs> okay, I just want to get up on my little platform and say, if I'm mispronouncing something, I'm not doing it intentionally to like, it's not like somebody's name I'm trying. You know what I mean? It's like when you meet someone. And you're trying really hard. Like you try harder than most people to pronounce things correctly. And admittedly, like, I don't think a lot of people care, but we did get kind of, I will say, interesting message on Facebook. And and mind you, I literally never check Facebook messages, but I got an alert from the Gloss Angeles page that said, so-and-so messaged you. They're waiting for a response. I'm like, okay, like what's going on? And I saw it and the person did correct me on how to say certain things, which I did appreciate because I'm always appreciative of those things. I wrote back and I was like, well, don't you think that I do think about those things? Like that I do think about pronunciations and like trying to get things right, especially as a journalist. And also the thing that kind of kicked it off was this person said, just like the website of Le Domain irritated Kirby, (laughs) I get irked by mispronunciations. And they went through about three or four things that really irked them about me pronouncing things. All of the words were mostly French, too. I get this a lot, and I get it a lot on TikTok as well. People were so mad that I said Winona Ryder instead of Winona Ryder. People, I grew up with Winona Judd. They're like, that's not, that's a different name. No, it's not. It's literally a different spelling of the same name. It is literally the same name. Tomato, tomato, everyone. We're not trying to offend anyone here. I would never think to correct somebody's, well, except for you when you say, what was it? Spironolactone. That was a completely different word that I was saying. No, but actually, I think you said it right. So that's bad on me. When Dr. (laughs) Zeichner was on, I'm like, oh. (laughs) So that's bad on me. That's bad on me. Listen, we're all trying. We're just trying here, okay? I am trying my damnedest over here, people. Do you think that every time... Rihanna gets called Rihanna. She's like, I mean, she's probably rolling her eyes, but she's not like yelling at people because half the world calls her Rihanna. Anyways, someone corrected me on that. And I said, no, I know this for a fact. It's Rihanna. She says Rihanna. So interchangeable at this point. By the time the Super Bowl comes around, learn it. Okay. Do you want to quiz me on some pronunciations? 
Yes. I feel like I shouldn't say the word, though. No, you shouldn't. Okay, so let's just go through. Do you want to add any? That could be fun. That could be a fun little... Yeah, I'll add one. Okay, okay. I'm scared. Don't make it French, please, God. No, no, Sarah, no. Why did you... (laughs) I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Okay, the first word, Iran. Yeah. Thank you. Correct. I was saying Iran. Which also, like, if you watch the news... A lot of people say it. Yes. The intentions behind the story we were reporting, yes, positive. Positive. We have so much love and respect for all of the women. Iranian women. Iranian women. (laughs) Not Iranian women. Oh, okay. This one's going to get me. This one's going to get me. This was the one that was corrected, and I still am going to say it. I always say, what do I always say? Do you say affluent or do you say affluent? I say affluent, but it's affluent. But I hear people say affluent. I personally say affluent, but I think it's one of those things that's like tomato, tomato. I say affluent. I don't put the emphasis on the first syllable. And that's how I learned it. I didn't know that that was wrong. I didn't know either until yesterday. (laughs) Can we get a fact check on that? Affluent. Affluent. I did go on Google and have it pronounce it for me. So then is affluent like old English? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. When I learned this word in high school, that was how my teacher (laughs) taught it to me. So apologies to Georgetown High School. Okay. I say repertoire. Repertoire. I say repertoire, but it's repertoire. That's the French way to say it. I say repertoire. Yeah. Repertoire. American English way of saying that is repertoire. That sounds ridiculous to me. I thought it was repertoire. My repertoire. I think I learned that on a Disney movie, a repertoire. Okay. And finally, (laughs) Sarah really wants to get me with this one. Okay. So minor backstory. There is a public relations company and I was talking to her about it and she's like, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying? And I was like, that's the name of the public relations firm. She's like, absolutely not. (laughs) Like, that is not even close. (laughs) It was not even close. It's Kaplo. But I was saying Kaplow. (laughs) <laughs> like a comic book and literally i'm not kidding every single time i said it i would think of that <laughs> like i see it like it's like kaboom kaplow <laughs> mind you we've been working with them for years years and listen i get it i get it because remember when we were actually working with Caplo. <laughs> And it was for an awards kind of ceremony and we were announcing the nominees and I was going through it and they were like, no, Kirby, it's Shiseido, not Shiseido. Everyone messes that up. But I also was so confused. I'm like, what's the difference? Like, I couldn't even pinpoint what they were saying that was different. They're like, no, it's it's Shiseido. After that, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing it. I think that one is like a tongue twister because a lot of people mess it up shiseido versus shiseido yeah it's like it's hard to say for people and listen this is like a really hard thing for me because when I first got started in the industry I had an editor that was so mean to me and especially because I was on camera she was always on my ass about pronouncing things the correct way one of which was Charlize Theron she made me (laughs) say Charlize Theron because she said that was the proper way to say it. If you literally go listen to Charlize say her own name, she does not say Theron. She says Theron. 
Hi, I'm Charlize Theron. So I, this has always been a big flaw of mine and insecurity of mine. So trust me, I am never, ever, ever trying to intentionally say something the wrong way. I get dragged on TikTok for it enough. Okay. Let's focus your energy on other things. Thank you for walking through that with me. You're actually genius for bringing up Caplo. Like, honestly, I forgot about that. I put it away. I'll never forget it. Wow. Drag me. This is one of my favorite things about you. (laughs) Just remember that. You were like, absolutely not. That is not how you say that. (laughs) You're crazy. Okay, so (laughs) in more fun news, we have a very special guest on the pod today. Yay! She's here for a good time, not a long time. But we figured it would be fun to have my mother, the woman that bore me, Janet Johnson, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, on the podcast. Woo! Look at Mamas. Hi, girls. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, you two beauty and glam babelinos. <laughs> babelinos. So, um, Mom, let's talk. How old are you? I'm 63. I'll be 64 in January. Yes, another Capricorn. Oh, that's right. January what? Fifth. Oh, the day before. That's why you and I get along so well. Yeah. And so I wanted to know who, like growing up, like who were your beauty icons? Like, like when you were growing up and like doing your hair and makeup, like who were you kind of inspired by? Cheryl Teeks and Cindy Crawford. Ooh, yes. And Janet, did you grow up in Texas? No, I was actually born in Ohio and I was there until I was 18 and then I moved to Texas. Oh, okay. So we're doing a segment with my mom called What's on Your Face, which the glams are very familiar with. And so I thought it would be nice because my mom is 63. She lives in Texas. She's been in Texas for the past, I don't know, 30, 40 years at this point. You do the math. Someone's going to DM us and be like, you guys don't know how to do math. (laughs) And I wanted to know what products are you consistently using at home? Because I always find it so interesting. Sarah and I have talked about this a lot. We get sent so many products that like when we go into the Ultas and the Sephoras and places like that, it's nice to take stock of what other people are really interested in. Because I think sometimes we can live in a bubble that we need to burst out of. And so I've always found it really interesting with my mom going shopping with her, like the products that she picks up. So mom. I know you have your array out on the table, a product. So go through each one and just tell us what it is, the brand, the name, and then like why you like it. Okay. So just as an overall statement, I, I guess I don't really, I'm not as knowledgeable as you and Sarah about what's in products or what makes them good for you or not good for you, for your skin. I mostly use products that make my skin feel good. It's all about the feel for me. It's not even necessarily the look, but the feel. So the first thing I absolutely love, and you know this because I hound you all the time to send it to me, it's Caudalie's Vino Perfect. I love that on my skin in the morning. It just makes my skin soft and it just feels good. It just kind of peps me up. So I love that. And then I use Peter Thomas Roth's Instant firm eye cream. That stuff I'm telling you is amazing. If you are an older woman like me, it's a temporary fix, but it works. I also use Monat 
the 32nd miracle under my eyes. And I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like using both of those in combination helps the process along to take some of the wrinkles out from under the bottom of my eyes. And then I use L'Oreal's Magic Skin Beautifier BB Cream. And I've tried every kind of BB cream, CC cream on the market, and they all sit into my wrinkles and make me look older. This one does not. I love it. I will never change. I hope they never stop making it. Lastly, I use Tower 28 Slip Gloss on my lips, and it's in the color Chill. Is that inspired by Gloss Angeles? Yes. Because Tower 28 is a very popular, trendy brand, Mom. Yeah, I really love it. It's my favorite. It doesn't feel sticky or goopy. It just goes on, gives my lips a nice sheen. I don't like wearing a lot of color. I'm a very minimalist when it comes to my makeup. And that's kind of what I use. My mom has really short hair. It's not a pixie cut. It's like a Kris Jenner type situation. Whoop, whoop, (laughs) my idol. Okay, yeah. Mom loves Kris Jenner. She loves Kris Jenner. But you were telling me last night, I was like, so what do you like to use in your hair? And I really liked this. So what are your favorite hair products? Yeah, I like Kristen S products, the shampoo and conditioner. They're my favorite. From Target. Yep, they smell good. You can get them at Ulta too, which is my favorite place to be. Added value. Added value right there. That's what I'm saying. I asked her, I was like, oh, you like Ulta? Okay, great. Can't wait to let them know that. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I love Ulta. I love going there and trying out different things. It's just a fun place to be. And I hear the Ultas in Texas are like the creme de la creme of the Ultas. They are. They have everything, everything in there. Y'all have the Chanel in one of them. That one that we went to off the freeway whatever freeway that was. They had the whole Chanel boutique in there. I'm like, okay, Ulta's in the Frisco area. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So mom, what do you smell like? What is your favorite perfume? It's made by a company called Clean and it's called Radiant Nectar is the scent. And I love it. It's a real light citrusy kind of thing. That's sort of my thing. I like citrus smells. They energize me and make me feel good. And that's the other thing. I use Jergens. It's a body lotion and it's called a sweet citrus. When you get out of the shower and you put it on, it just, I don't know, just invigorating. It makes you smell good. Gives you a little, you know, ump ump here and there when you get out of the shower. And I love that too. We have that in common. I love citrus. Yes, I love citrus. So she stole something from me this week, Sarah, from my bathroom. She said, I need this. And I said, fine, you can take it. I'm sure I can get another one. It was the Necessaire Neck Serum. Yes. So she went shopping in my bathroom and tried a bunch of stuff. And then she decided (laughs) that she liked that. Why did you like it? I liked it because it made my neck feel good. And it gave it a little bit of a slight lift. You know, as I'm getting older, I get more of that, what they call the turkey neck. And it just kind of pulled it up just a little bit. It's not like you went and had plastic surgery. But it just gives you that little extra ump and it feels really good. That makes my skin on my neck feel so soft and smooth. I just, I really liked it. So you felt like almost immediate tightening. Yeah, I felt some tightening there after just, you know, a little bit, like maybe a minute or two. I don't know if it did it. I felt like it, I looked better, that my neck looked better. You just sold that to lots of listeners. Influenced, influenced. 
Okay, mom, this is the last question. Okay. So we give beauty advice pod all the time. And so what beauty advice do you want to share with the Glamgelinos? Well, I don't know if I am expert enough to explain any kind of beauty advice or give beauty advice, but I just feel like everyone should embrace who they are. Beauty comes from the inside out. If you have a wrinkle on your face, that's okay. But if you're ugly on the inside and you're hateful and mean to people, that doesn't make you beautiful. But if you let who you are shine through, don't take so much stock in how you look, but how you feel on the inside and how you treat others, that's going to come through and make you look a whole heck of a lot prettier than you may think you are. And don't be too hard on yourself. If I'm speaking to the younger group here, don't be so hard on yourself at a young age. It's okay. You're beautiful. And it just gets better as you get older. Just give yourself a big hug and just move through the world with all the confidence that you can. Love that. That's so sweet. I love that. Great advice. If we had my mom on here, she'd be like, stay out of sun. That would be it. (laughs) That's also a good one. That's also a good one. Also hard for people in Texas, like my mom. No, that was so sweet. Can I just say that, of course, I love Kirby because she's my daughter, but I love you two girls. I love your personalities, how they work together on the pod. And Sarah, you are so beautiful. You have the most beautiful skin and face I've ever seen. I can't stop staring at you when I see you. Get out of here. Oh my God. I love, y'all are both just knockouts, inside and out. Well, I feel the same about your daughter. The two y'all got it. You're smart. It's not just me. I literally tell Sarah this all the time. I'm like, oh, my beautiful baby, my little cherub baby skinned Slasian queen. I'm telling you, if you've not had the chance to meet Sarah in person, when you do get the chance, you won't be able to not notice her skin. She's absolutely gorgeous. You guys, the Johnson women, what would I do without you? I'm so proud of both of you. And I love Los Angeles and y'all are just the bomb. Oh. Thank you, Mamas. We love you. I love you both. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, girls. Okay, we'll see you soon. I'll see you in like uh, 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye, Mom. All right. It's spooky month. Oh, we get to use the Halloween music. We've got the Halloween music. So exciting. Royalty free. Yeah, royalty (laughs) free because Matt made it for us. Okay, so it's Halloween spooky month, October. I was thinking like, what are the big Halloween trends going to be? And there's going to be a ton. There's going to be all these pop culture references. There's going to be stuff from you know, TV and movies. I figured Sarah and I should share what we think we're going to see the most of this particular Halloween season. Also, Kirby, you would love my neighbors that live across the street. I'm watching them right now. They are taking all of their Halloween decorations out. They're putting like spider webs icons. Love it. I know. It's like 80 degrees, but they're like, nope, it's time. When I buy a house, I have to like case the neighborhood the October before to be like, do y'all do Halloween decor? If not, I can't live here. Like I need a neighborhood that's like going all out. You know what I mean? No, no, definitely. When you're looking for a house, like that's part of the criteria. Yes. Like the ones that do like 
Christmas really big, you should do the Halloween really big. 100%. My friend Laura moved into this beautiful house in Studio City, and she was saying that a lot of the celebrities that live up in like the hills and stuff like that, they don't want to take their kids winding around all of the hills or whatever. So they come down to her neighborhood. (laughs) And she was like, we saw like Ben Affleck and like Jennifer Garner and stuff. Oh, you should set up there for Halloween. I know. I told them I was like, can I just like hand out candy at your house? That would be great. So Halloween trends. Sarah, what's one costume you think we're going to see a lot of this year? My predictions are sort of based on, well, pop culture one and two, like some of them ease. So I feel like Elizabeth Holmes is going to be super popular because it's easy. Throw on a black turtleneck, messy red lipstick, messy bun. And then if you can like walk around with like a vial of blood slash red food dye in water, done. Easy. The dropout was on Hulu this year. Amanda Seyfried won for portraying Elizabeth Holmes, which by the way, if you guys have not seen that show, watch it. She's so good. It's extremely stressful. That show made me believe money truly is not real. Yeah. I couldn't believe that that actually happened. It's insane. I kind of like applaud her for like getting away with it for so long. Like that's a feat in itself. Anyways, I think we're going to see a lot of Barbie core because even though that movie does not come out until July of next year, the paparazzi photos alone really got people hype. So I feel like we'll see the Barbie country western pink outfit. We'll see the rollerblading outfit with Barbie and Ken or Margot and Ryan. I think that could be potentially easy to do. I was on Amazon and I saw that there were a bunch of like kind of pink country western looking fringe adorned outfits that I was like, I feel like they really are like trying to move people towards Barbie. Oh, totally. And like the 80s aerobic. Yes. That's so easy. So easy. I mean, in LA, I'm not sure about other parts of the world or the country. 80s in LA can be really easy to do. 70s can be really easy because of the drag on Melrose. Like there's just so many vintage shops that are overwhelmed with people the last couple of weeks of October looking for costume ideas. So, oh my gosh, yeah. By now, save yourself the trouble. Plan ahead. Don't don't be a last minute. It's so stressful when you're doing it last minute. Oh my god, I know. You're never a last minute. You already know like 2 years ahead. I'm excited. I'm like scared because I need help with it, but I'm excited to like do what I'm going to do. Oh god, I can't wait. Wait, so this is a different one than you had. I know. It just came to me this morning when I was playing with Zoe. Oh, and her two-foot little... Life-size Ariel doll. Just like Barbie, the new Little Mermaid is not coming out till next year, but I do feel like Ariel, Halle Bailey, that is something that a lot of, I think, people are going to portray this Halloween. But I thought the other one you had was good, too. Okay. Anyone who is a big fan of Bear... That's also an easy one to be like Carmi, throw on like a white t-shirt and a blue apron, throw a towel over your shoulder. Yes, chef. And just be really angsty and like stressed. Yes, extremely stressed. Some cigarettes. I think that's a good one. I think we will see a lot of the bear this year, especially with the older crowd. Totally. Or like just dudes who want to show off their biceps. Biceps. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I do think we will see Stranger Things. I mean, 11 is pretty easy. I think Sarah has mentioned this to me before, but Zoe would be an amazing 11. 
if you got her like the little white outfit with like it's like a life vest matt has to be papa (laughs) oh my god so creepy but yes and you could be um joyce winona writer or winona (laughs) this is a whole uh pronunciation episode i want to be max okay max yes i think max will be a big one obviously max episode four running up that hill that whole thing but also i think for like just like a casual party i'll go as eddie munson i'm gonna take my t3.5 curling iron and make my hair look like it's permed you can buy the hellfire club t-shirts at like spencer's or or i even think spirit halloween now has them yeah i bet amazon's got them too if you got the wolf haircut or the butterfly haircut, literally just buy a small barrel curling iron and make your hair look permed and then wear that shirt and a, like a leather jacket and a fake guitar and you're good. You're Eddie Munson. So easy. So easy. Okay. My last one is Marilyn Monroe because Blonde, it's out now, right? Blonde came out last week. Yes. I have not watched it yet. I plan on watching it. Oh, you are? I don't think I can watch it. Oh, is it too dark? Just from what I've read, there is a scathing review of it in the New York Times. And normally I don't necessarily agree with the New York Times on their critical reviews of movies, but I think several points were made. I want to see it because I heard Ana de Armas is incredible. I mean, she got what, like a 15 minute standing ovation? And I think like I would love to see that. Like, obviously, I'm passionate about the hair and makeup and those teams like nailed it. But this is not a biographical film. This is based off of a book. So there was a lot of creative liberties taken. And from my understanding, it sounds like that movie kind of, you know, extrapolates her to just that sex symbol that she never, ever wanted to be known for in her. Like, she was so much more than that. And there's some like really dark really invasive scenes in the movie like to the point that i was like i don't know if i can watch this because it would be triggering like disrespectful to marilyn that's interesting i didn't read that that's kind of like how i felt with uh spencer same yeah i could not get through it yeah it was really hard to watch and also you know like i mean it's like you want to watch the art because i think Kristen stewart was amazing Yes, she was amazing. Beautiful the way everything was shot, but it was so hard to watch. It was. It was like painful to sit through. And that's kind of how I feel about this with Marilyn. I mean, do you remember when Mac did that collaboration with the Marilyn Monroe estate? It was like 2011 or 2012. No, it was it was probably 2011 because I was still I wasn't even working at Pop Sugar yet. I was doing my blog while working at Rogers and Cowan. And Mac reached out to me and they were like, we would like to invite you to do a bus tour of like all of Marilyn's iconic places throughout L.A. And they came out with this lipstick that I still have. And I learned through that whole thing, like she's like degraded even in death. Her burial site at the Hollywood Forever. Well, it's not there. It's actually the one behind the IPIC in Westwood. Oh, like the veterans? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's not Hollywood Forever. It's not the big one that everybody, Forest Lawn. It's this like small kind of private one. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, and Hugh Hefner bought the plot like next to her, even though he never met her, even though she took nude photos to like get by and he found the photographer and bought those photos from the photographer and then exploited her nude photos on the cover of Playboy. And she never got paid for them. She never met Hugh Hefner. 
but he's buried next to her, okay? And this crazy man who was just obsessed with her told his wife that he wanted to be buried on top of her, facing down. They're not like plots. It's like a mausoleum type thing. So it's like these men are degrading her even in death. You know what I mean? Like, that, it should be illegal. Like, it's, it's not right. It's not right. That's so disgusting. I think that people are rightly obsessed with Marilyn because she has the je ne sais quoi that a lot of people don't have. And she is an icon. But I think that this obsession with her is now getting down. Anyways, I'm so sorry. I went off on a tangent about your Halloween. But I'm like very passionate about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we will see Marilyn's. Like people will pay homage to her in costume form. But maybe be careful if you're considering watching the movie because I just I hear that there's a sexual assault scene that is extremely horrifying. And I don't know if I want to put anybody through that. Just saying. Okay. What's your last pick? <laughs> You're like, and now that we're extremely depressed, it's not even, this is not even a happier note, but I do think we'll see a lot of Sandys and Dannys, especially for couples costumes, because sadly we did lose Olivia Newton-John this year. But in relative terms, that costume is really easy a red lipstick, like the a House Labs Atomic Shake. Again, a T3, 0.5-inch barrel curling iron to make that big, huge, like, bad Sandy. Remember? Like, isn't it insane how it was like, ooh, bad Sandy. Like, we want to be bad Sandy smoking cigarettes and wearing spandex. I never, I was always like, pink ladies. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, like poodle skirt, like, whatever. Yes, that was me. I was never bad Sandy. I was always angelic little Sandy. But yes, so I think we'll see a lot of that too. So there's so many options out there. I tend to like not do a lot of the pop culture ones because I like to just be insane and like turn myself into a monster. What were you last year? Last year I was, well, when I went to Disney, I was Gamora. That was like my big one. The year before that, during COVID, I dressed up like Beetlejuice, which is still my, I still love that costume. And then I was literally a giant raccoon, Rocket the Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy the year before. I, I feel like I need to bring that one back at some point. It's really so good. I can't wait till you have kids because you'll just be so fun with like the group costumes. Oh, I mean, it's going to be Janet Johnson 2.0. Halloween parties from kindergarten to senior year. We're going to, it's going to be a blast. We're going to be in Hawaii for for Halloween. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a long story. We had a credit that we had to use. And we're like, we're just going to go over Halloween. Anyways, I feel bad because I'm like, oh, Zoe can't dress up. But actually, I think I'm going to dress her up as Moana. Oh, cute. And she loves that movie. So. Oh, that's going to be adorable. She's going to love that. She's going to look precious. And she loves being naked. So. True, true. And your Squid Game costume from last year was legit too. So, and that we wore that for approximately 30 minutes. <laughs> Even Ollie got involved, and Ollie was like, Was my life? <laughs> Get me out of this thing. Yeah, I think we'll still see some of that, by the way. Squid Game? Squid Games. Because isn't Squid Game coming back soon? Like season two? Yeah, I think it is. Guys, Squid Game truly, I say I shook it a lot, but like I could barely even get through that show. I think it was episode five when they had to do that game. They're like, oh, let's get, find a partner. And then you get paired with the person you like the most and you have to kill them. Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't believe that I watched that entire show. I usually can't do anything like that. It's truly terror every single episode. <sighs> I'm already like bracing myself for the new 
Timothy Chalamet movie, Bones and All. Oh, I was going to say Willy Wonka. I'm bracing myself for that, too. No, have you seen the trailer yet for Bones and All? No, what's it about? I love him so much, and I think he's so cute, but they say it's like horror. I mean, there's a lot of, like, killing, like, bludgeoning in it. Well, my birthday twin. You're going to watch it. Maybe you'll support. I have to support him, so there we go. Okay, so we have some headlines, some beauty news to talk about. Michaela on TikTok. One of her videos from like two years ago got taken out of context. And basically she was saying that like she finished work at 519 and that, you know, you become an influencer for a day and tell me it's not hard. And I'm like, okay, first of all, we can't just cherry pick information from past videos. She literally said she had been up since six. Okay. By anybody's standards, working from six to five is a long day. Okay. And what I have a problem with is they're trying to cancel her, quote unquote, and everyone is doing this and trying to capitalize off of her saying this and being like, I'm an influencer. And guess what? This job is easy. But and I'm like, you know what? If, if being an influencer is easy for you, you're not working as hard as a lot of the influencers I know. Who said that? Sarah, so many people. Are they real influencers? You're not making as much money as Michaela is. That's for damn sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. In comparison to uh, like high stress jobs, like being a fireman or being a doctor or a teacher. Sure. But I would also argue, and there have been so many amazing people that are making this point way better than I ever could. But there are people who they are content creators. Michaela has the most following out of anyone in beauty on the platform. It is exhausting not only to create this content, upload it, put it in the world, have your meetings, do all that stuff, and then do everything else you need to do in your own life. But then also logging on to these platforms and getting a barrage of unsolicited opinions about how you look, how you talk, what you're wrong about. I don't wish that on anybody. It is draining. It makes you hate yourself. And she's actually talked about the fact that she doesn't even like looking in the mirror anymore. She hates it. I'm just going to ask everyone that you really lean into the nuance of these things. If you are feeling inclined to drag somebody on the internet for something that they said two years ago, go look at the actual video. There's a content creator on TikTok named Denisha, and I really, really like her. She makes every single point. I'm like, yes, please be inside my head. She's like, when you're irritated, you can't make points maybe as nuanced as you would like. And it was very clear that Michaela was tired <laughs> and struggling. And also like all of you who are criticizing her, like, I want you to think about something that you said two years ago that you're probably not proud of. Yep. About your job. About your job, about someone, about anything. Yes. There's a lot of people who would wish that their dirty laundry, quote unquote, was not aired. Yeah. So I just want to say that I, I think Michaela's taking some time off. I hope she is okay. But we all need to take a breather. Like, this is getting crazy. This stuff is getting crazy, especially on TikTok. Okay, I actually want to jump into something for our last headline that's like such good news. It's really, really cool. It is so cool. And if you're not familiar with Julie Schott, Julie was a beauty editor at Elle for a very long time. She quit. She moved to LA. She's the co-founder of Starface who I know a lot of you guys love. And I mean, it's been really interesting to see her transform into this beauty entrepreneur from being an editor. It's very inspiring, actually. Starface is now at Target. They have a whole line of products. 
She's also co-founder of Plus, Clean with Plus, the easily dissolvable, biodegradable body washes that Sarah and I love. And now she is launching along with Amanda Johnson and Brian Bordenick. I'm going to get in trouble for that pronunciation. So Brian is also a co-founder of Starface. And Amanda is co-founder of Mented Cosmetics. And they are coming together and the three of them created Julie. (laughs) And when Julie sent this email, she's like, not me. (laughs) But I think this is brilliant. It was named after Julie. Was it? I would love to talk to her about like how this name came about because I think it's brilliant for a couple of reasons. But what is Julie? Okay. So Julie is a new healthcare company that offers FDA-approved emergency contraception with the goal of increasing access and helping users make safer, more informed choices. Over the next two weeks, Julie will arrive on shelves in 4,500 Walmart doors nationwide. With a one-for-one donation program, they hope to become the largest donor of emergency contraception in the U.S. And the reason why I think Julie is so smart is because, unfortunately, I'll be honest, I've taken Plan B. Have you taken Plan B? Okay, great. Same. Oh, my God. It's like the most shameful experience of all time. It is. It's horrendous. And honestly, 95% of the time when you take Plan B, you don't need to take it. (laughs) You're just like being overly cautious, right? But it's good. It's good that it exists. It's good to have the option. But now, you know, plan B was a thing you had to go to a pharmacist and ask for. Yep. It was behind the counter. Yes. And then I remember when they made it so that you had to go to the cashier at the front to get it. You know, it's like, come on. And I'm like, do I need to be publicly shamed for like maybe having sex that wasn't the safest? Like, please, please. So I do think there's like this dark cloud over going to get plan B. It's like not a very thrilling experience. It's like, oh God, I'm embarrassed. There's all these components to it that are going to be shameful. And I just freaking love the idea of someone going, hey, I'm going to go pick up Julie. Everyone's like, Julie? Oh, who's Julie? Okay, go pick her up, whatever. Or you're like, hey, I'm here to pick up Julie. And they're like, great, here you go. Plan B, the name in and of itself. And this is your plan B. I love the packaging and in true Julie shot nature, it's so cute. The Wall Street Journal did a story. It's essentially the morning after pill for Gen Z. It's been rebranded. I love the one for one, the donation, especially because Roe versus Wade, the issue with not having autonomy over our bodies. I just thank God every day that I live in California, but so many states are now losing complete and utter access to abortion rights. So Julie could really be a game changer for so many people out there. Oh my God, you can even buy it online. You can buy it online. By the way, Walmart has great curbside pickup. Yeah, I think being in Walmart too, I don't think I could ever find a plan B at like a Walmart before. No, it was only at like a CVS, a Walgreens. Mm -hmm. I'm leveling with Walmart. Like, thank you. And also we need a Walmart. Well, you do have a Walmart close to you? I do. I have like two big ones. Growing up, Walmart was like the place we had, okay? We don't have a a Walmart in LA proper. It's like 8,000 Targets, which trust me, I love Target. But it would be nice to have a Walmart Supercenter somewhere. I don't know if ours are a Supercenter, but one's pretty sizable. Yes, they're massive. So anyways, Julie, if you have sex and you're not sure if you are safe, if you are not sure if like the condom, whatever, whatever the reason, Julie is rolling out into Walmarts and you can also buy it online. 
levonorgestrel 1.5 milligrams, an FDA-approved progestin-only emergency contraceptive. So the medication is not an abortion pill. You don't need a prescription, an ID, or credit card to purchase it. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.